Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Today we're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After, question mark, season 7, episode 13. I can't fight this feeling anymore. I hate the way Ario Speedwagon is like R's, pronounces R's. I hate how you pronounce R's. I'm fighting for. Like they do a weird thing with their R's. My name is Marty. I'm here with Jen. Hi, guys. Let's get started with Ed and Liz. Uh, so they're back in, packing up for um, Arkansas. They're backing up for Arkansas. Uh, Ed wants his fun underwear. I hate that. Um, he's also packing Bep- Pepto Bismol, which is probably a good call. But that caught my eye. Did you see that in the? I luggage? did not see that. No Little pink bottle. Um, Ed's family's gonna throw them a party. They're gonna do like an, a redo on that fucking engagement party. Then with this shit. Mm-hmm. Liz already let this motherfucker know. Like you better not leave me alone at this fucking party. And Good on her because I 100% believe Ed would ditch Liz at any party to oh, go yeah. mingle on his own. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And I really hated when they arrived to Arkansas um, and he was wearing that fucking vest, that jean vest with like all those like six-year-old fucking iron-on patches. Ooh, he had a battle vest. <laughs> it, was, it was like a really like, like, like a, a loose- Like a metalhead. Like if like a little kid- wanted to like make his own like biker vest but only a very very not cool version right like um like something a metalhead would do but there's no like real bands yeah on it. you know what i mean it's just the kind of generic shit i was like what the hell is this guy wearing like what the oh uh, yeah i just i was more distracted by those fucking bubblegum pink crocs he was yeah wearing. What the fuck was up with that because of course they go to the what what was that his the track, track at his high school he's, or he's whatever living the fuck. those glory days and he's wearing bubblegum pink fucking crocs, crocs. like it's cro- i don't of course he wears I, crocs he's i don't 60. own a pair of crocs but no. i hear good things from some people but i it's just a line i'm just i haven't crossed yet no i don't blame um, like nurses because yeah. apparently they're really comfortable yeah that's what i mean so, like, I'm, like, nurses wear them, like, okay. I'm not on my feet and stuff enough to where i need to need to cross no, the croc line but no, no, no. but it's like hot I mean, then, but Big Ed is somebody that is like all about attention. So the That's only, true. I'm sure the only reason he has hot pink fucking Crocs is because people attention. will talk about him. People yep. will talk about it. Yeah. And of course, they, they brought their dogs too, which kind of yeah, I don't know, bothered me a little kind bit. Kind of annoyed of their dogs. I don't, yeah, I don't care. I don't, I don't care for them. No, yeah. They're no Teddy. I, I like Teddy, but I don't, I don't care like about these two. These, these two idiots. Yeah. Um, and I don't even really understand the whole like exploring my hometown, like how that's beneficial at all, like showing someone your hometown, but then. My hometown is not really like my class. My my home, like my 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 childhood home is just like not even there anymore. Yeah. And the neighborhood is kind of a war zone. Yep. So it's like my kids and wife just kind of have to take my word for it. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't yeah. show them around, you know. But um, Ed mentions that as a kid he did a lot of stupid shit and never got caught and it was rare that he ever got into trouble, which I totally believe. Yeah. Yep. I believe all of that, and I feel like. I also feel like Liz does a lot to kind of sell us on Ed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because she, she was talking about, like, how she pictures him as a little kid and shit. And she was all, like, laughing and giggling and shit. And I was like, Blake, save your fucking breath. This guy's a turd. Yeah, you know we've it. all made up our mind on him. And yeah. we've, we've we've seen him far before you saw him. We've all made our opinion. Right. And, and Shida does that, too, with Bilal. At least on, Shida does that on, with Bilal, too. You're on right. On the show and on Instagram, and on Instagram. Off the show, she tries Absolutely. to, like... Oh, don't be mean to my husband. He's a good man. Look at all these funny joke videos we've recorded. Like, nah, man. No, Your husband's no, 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 a narcissist no. and an abuser. He's a dick. He's, a, he's another turd. Bunch of turds. Bunch of turds. And Ed was sitting there with Liz, and he was wearing a pink button-down shirt that was way too tight. All of his shirts are way too tight. And one of those buttons was just 
fucking screaming like yep. she just managed to that's how it is every time <laughs> but i just picture the cameraman like holding up like one of those like fbi uh body size shields you know yeah seriously uh they're showing pictures of ed and his family when they were younger and shit ed's mom was a fucking fox when she was younger yeah she was a smoke show I might give her a toss just because she was used to be hot. <laughs> <laughs> she used to be. I miss her. I wish that they were talking because she was really the highlight of fucking she Big was, Ed segments. Yeah, I mean, her and Teddy were the two yeah, highlights. Yeah. yeah. And now they're not here. And it's like, God, this guy's such a turd. Like, yeah. It just, you, like, they really help balance him out a little, no, a little bit. Nothing to distract you from the fact that he's a piece of shit. Yeah. So Ed's dad was a partier, and he had to rely on his mom for years and years and years, and now he's ditched his mom for some puntang. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Ed's first wife. Now, here's where I got to call Ed bullshit once again. He says his first wife was the first woman he's ever been with. Doesn't mean sexually or dating. I don't know. But he says that was the first woman he's ever been with. But he always flubs his numbers with, like, dating. Because mm-hmm. he says a lot that Liz was the first relationship he's been in in, like, decades, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's just like, well, weren't you, like, just engaged to Rose? <laughs> like, yeah. Like, weren't you just engaged? And then are we counting all the sugar babies in between or are we I not? suppose uh... not. I don't know. I don't know. He doesn't bring it up. Yep. Kids used to tease him, call him no neck, which I that makes me laugh. <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. make me laugh, but it kind of <laughs> made me laugh. Ed did gymnastics and track, and that's when he he showed us his his his, his little running stuff. stand. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm too fat, I can't bend over." I'm like, "Yep, yep, same." After Thanksgiving, anyway. And all these cute like childhood stories reminds me of a childhood story of mine. Um, just because I grew up in the ghetto doesn't mean I don't have cute childhood stories. This one time, my friend Luke and I. Uh, well, actually, it, my friend Luke uh, took a shit in the lobby of a uh, of a hair salon in Harper Woods, and it was uh, it was after hours, but the door leading to the street was unlocked. They always left it unlocked, but the door leading into the building was locked, of course, right? Mm-hmm. And this was at the corner of like Eight and Kelly, mm-hmm. which is really rough now, but yeah. it used to be just a normal working class neighborhood back in the nineties. That's called the red zone now. It's the red zone. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. nothing but gangs over there. Luke had the shit, so he needed some privacy. And I don't remember how we knew that the salon's street-facing door was always unlocked. And I don't remember why we had an issue with them. But because, well, more, more than likely, we did something fucked up, and they came out and yelled at us, and so we just had a vendetta against them. Yeah, of course. But I don't remember specifically what happened. So so Luke went and shit in their lobby, and my buddy Sam and I went and found leaves for him to wipe his ass with. <laughs> and... But I'm not sure if the, how the leaves worked out because I don't remember having shit in his hands. But he probably just did the best he could with the leaves, and then pulled up his pants and kept them moving because he was he, Luke. Luke was a trooper. And what is that? How does that relate to Big Ed and track? We're just talking about cute childhood stuff. Oh, okay. I can tell you another story. Well, tune in, guys, for an, another episode. You got to. This is a teaser. When Luke, we, we threw Luke's shit at the plumber's house because he shit. Luke went through a phase like. One summer, he just shat on everything. Oh <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we were like 14. He just shat on everything. And Very so, weird. I didn't have that But if you want to hear that story, you're going to have to tune into every episode. And see when he yeah. drops that load that's, of that, a story. That's called a teaser. Oh, God. So the uh, scene ends with Ed doing the Breakfast Club fist thing like Judd Nelson. Mm-hmm. And one thing I know is that everybody thinks that they were Judd Nelson in high school, like Breakfast Club Judd Nelson. But let's face it, most of us were really Anthony Michael Hall at best. I never saw a Breakfast Club. 
in the real Judd Nelson's in high school are <laughs> fucking homeless now. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you about that. Like, yeah, I'm not keep, fucking. I keep meaning to watch it all my life. Everybody's always been like, oh, they got Breakfast Club this, Breakfast it's not, Club it's, that. It's not that. Great. And I've always been okay. like, I've never seen it. And I'm like, I'm gonna go home and watch it. It's and then kind I just, of standard. Like here I am, a thousand years later, I still haven't seen it. It's standard John Hughes fare. It's good. I mean, it's it's a classic. I, I don't, lo- I don't, I don't love it the way pe- other people love it. I think Hughes has a lot better movies, but it, maybe I'll watch it's that good. tonight. I mean, it's it's relevant. I'll well, it's you- not relevant. It's 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 kind of like a, a like a classic in a way, I guess. Okay. So later, they're at Ed's sister's house. They brought their fucking dogs. Yeah, resting bitch face. Yeah, is that, that like, a, like is that supposed to be like a female dog joke? Yeah, or, I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know. It was. I didn't like it. Ed talked a lot with his sister the last time he broke it off with Liz. Yeah. So she's probably already tainted. Yeah. And, and ma- like, uh, no she way. talks to mom. And there's no way that Ed said anything like even neutral about her. No. Like you know he just totally like just, like just slammed her and trashed just her. Shat on her. her. Every shadow over her, yeah. Cuz he's like that. He's yeah. the type of reactionary kind of guy who does that. Yeah. So and like doesn't even th- when he's mad he doesn't think of the consequences of what he's saying. Yep, yep. And then later he's like, oh fuck. Yeah, and then he tries to deny it or make it seem not as bad. Just downplay like, it. Yeah, right, right. So Ed's mom is currently taking care of Ed's uncle in California. So we haven't seen her, and the, the uncle only lives like twenty thirty minutes away from Ed. So it's kind of weird that. They're close, but yeah. he doesn't has not made an effort, and now there's she, she apparently. Ed's sister doesn't look a damn thing like Ed or the mom. I can see her looking like the mom a little bit. I see. It. I don't see any I see of a little it. Bit. I don't know because Ed's got a lot more of the Latino features, I think, and the sister does not. Oh, I don't. Maybe, I don't see the the Mexican he, features. Yeah, maybe he got all the Latino, and she just got all the Americano. Doesn't that yeah. suck? That that. This guy got like these these features that are normally very attractive, but then he's like a four foot ten troll. <laughs> yep. You, you know what I mean? Like, well, when he was younger, he didn't look uh, that he, bad. He wasn't a bad looking dude when he was younger. I should, so like, I should say. I wonder. I really wonder if he lost a bunch of weight, like a bunch of weight, like maybe. How would the next situation look better for him? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, in the midst of the conversation, Liz starts crying and. Ed's sister is hoping mom will give them a chance, and this is a touchy subject, of course. Mm-hmm. But Liz is very nervous about meeting the extended family because the family's uh, well loud, yeah. And and they've already got like a negative, yeah. And that's they're what, going in with a negative, view. and that's what Liz says. And I agree with her where she says that if Ed's family, if this part of the family is against her and their relationship, that she doesn't think that Ed will be able to go through with the commitment or the marriage. And I think she's right. I think I, I think that Ed is easily influenced by his people, um, probably, and and which sucks because I feel like. I feel like he's probably been more of the problem than Liz has been, and it's like, oh, but Liz, definitely. but Liz has made to seem like she's been the big problem. At least right. that's what Ed does, and that's what right. Ed communicates to everyone he knows. Where Liz just seems to be also toxic in her own way, but like that's based out of her deep, deep insecurities. You know, what I mean? like she's very insecure, and but she doesn't seem to be the one running to people and you know like right. it's, it's just ed ed is going very hard in, in the a knee jerk guy yeah to make yeah. her look like the sole villain and we've and, already and, seen yeah. a million times where he's said a bunch of shit he regrets yeah so he's just he's that guy you know yep does he still talk to the friend i wonder what angel and mako mako well 
Angela uh-huh. is going to fix his vehicle that she fucking tore up. I love that. Angela's amazing in that she here they are going to a mechanic to repair his vehicle that she destroyed and she still has no idea why she has any like fault in any yeah. of this. She's like, "Oh yeah, I ripped up the car because he was mean to me." It's and like, just a matter of fact, like he, she's almost pulling the mechanic into it in a weird way, but Yeah. It's like like we're, like you did nothing wrong. We're you, we're fixing. You're paying to have my car fixed after you, you destroyed. destroyed. Yep, exactly. Like, you did nothing wrong. Yep, exactly. So. And then they kind of get to talking about like going to see a, a therapist, like counseling. counseling. And um, I just I thought it was not surprising at all that her nor Andre think that they need therapy. And right. It's like I would. I definitely think you both need therapy. Both need some <laughs> intensive therapy. It's like, well, I'm gonna close my ears. I ain't gonna listen to none of that. I ain't gonna listen to nothing, Michael. Michael. Um, but the thing is, is that she still, she doesn't see what she's done as being like wrong. Yeah. If, right? if she can find a reason. It's all that, Michael. That, that she acted that way, which is usually blaming Michael. Then she's, she's in her mind. She's erased herself of all accountability. Right. I mean, you'll never get a true apology. Her apology is, I'm like, sorry I did that, but you made me do it. Yep. I'm sorry, but I would have never done that if you didn't do blank. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just not that you're still at the end of the day you're responsible for how you react to things and you're you are responsible for your own behavior right nobody's behavior gives you any kind of green light to act any fucking way you want no it just does if, not. if it, his behavior bothers you so much and stop fucking around with him yeah leave exactly. leave him yep you know don't make an ass of yourself yeah like have some dignity you know like you don't gotta like you said make yourself look, look like an ass because he right. made you look like an ass and exactly and meanwhile and 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 also like keep in mind that the whole reason this big fight and everything and all this craziness and the car and all this is happening is because angela thinks he's cheating on her when in fact she's the one that is who's, doing who's more cheating basically cheating than on Michael him is. Yeah. exactly yep. she's emotionally cheating on him yep and i just i don't know i like her less and less every time i see her yeah yeah you know because it's like she really is just so uh, verbally abusive and, and she's gotten physical with him, like shoving him. Things like, and it's just like how. I mean, she's destroyed his property. She's gotten physical in that sense. And something that a lot of know? people on social media have said and pointed out, which is true, is that, you know, like if it were a man doing acting like Angela toward a woman on TV as regularly as she does, like he'd be canceled. Oh, he, it, he would be off the show. It, we wouldn't even get to see it. Yep. One shove. TLC would have, would have if, it, if it was Michael him. shoving Angela into the wall and, and raising his hand to hit, like he's going to hit her, like, gone. That's it. it. Not, like I said, erased. I don't even think, we wouldn't have even gotten to see it. Yeah. They, they would have kept that. They would have just been silently fired. Yep. Or, like, the next episode, they would do that thing where they show, like, the little screen with, like, print of words where they'd say, like, oh, you know. After such and while recording such and such incident right. evolved, and you know, she'll right. no longer be on the show like that. Yeah, and we've like, seen that. No, yeah. no, no. And then that's and that's where like you know like that is unfair. It's like like that is abusive behavior, and it's oh, yeah. it's not. It's it goes beyond entertainment. It's entertainment in like a very negative, dark kind of way. Not uh, right. Not like I'm like I'm watching, but I'm not like it's not good. Yeah, yeah I'm know? not like holy shit, this is hilarious. I'm like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, like, it's, it's even beyond. Like I can laugh at almost anything, but at that it got to a point where I'm like, dude, she's fucked up. Yeah, like I mean, and I just felt really bad for Mike. Michael. Previous seasons were like you know she like that season where uh, she like put the cake in his face. Like all right, I can laugh at that a little bit. You know, like it's right. ridiculous. Like as always everything angela is but like you showing up and ripping his car apart and shoving him in the wall and all this and screaming at him like like okay you know it's just there's where's the line at tlc i I don't know right 
I don't know. Well, later, Angela's getting ready to go see the marriage counselor, and she's dressed like a fly girl in the 1980s for some fucking reason. Oh, but I do want to point out, just going back real quick before I forget, I absolutely hated when Angela told Michael in talking about therapy, um, you can open my legs, but you can't, or like, you can open my legs, but you can't open my eyes. Open my, she, mind. my ears, ears. My she ears, said ears. Yeah. yeah, I was like, that's. Yeah, I didn't like that. Seal, <laughs> seal my eyes and my ears shut forever, please. Anytime Angela's on, I yeah, don't need gross. to see or hear her. I'm like, Bleh. Bleh. but yeah. So Angela does uh, think she looks really hot, and she. Um, it's like an Amer- a weird American flag thing that she's got yeah. going. Somebody on uh, Twitter had said that she looks like like a like a MAGA grown up Jean Benet. <laughs> and and, it, and yeah, yeah, I see it. I, I see that. I, I okay. see it like the mega okay. version, grown right. up version of Jean Benet Ramsey. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I can For see those that. of you that don't know her, uh, go ahead and Google her, Jean Benet. Yeah, it's it's kind of a sad story. Yeah, it's a sad story. It's a very um, sad story. Okay. Um, spoiler alert: she was murdered many many years ago, and they never caught the person who did it. Yep. A lot of conspiracy theories and uh, documentaries out there on it, though, for those oh, uh, sure. true crime, uh, you know, enthusiasts out here. Oh, sure, sure, absolutely. A lot of people think the parents did it, and I, I don't know. I just I don't. Have yeah, enough. a lot of people always centered on the dad, on the or dad what was it? The, the brother, I think, was another yeah, one. Yeah, but it's you know what? Um, not to get too off topic, but I don't know. I'm just not. I haven't seen enough evidence to be absolutely convinced. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. It, it, I don't know. Yeah. It's circumstantial. It's and I think that anything that could have so- cracked the case is is evidentiary is shit long that gone. you've heard about, or or yeah. it's shit you've already heard about like ten years ago, and yeah. nobody gives a shit about it yeah. anymore. Yeah, one of yeah. the things there's too many theories now, so too many, all of too them many seem like bullshit. In the kitchen, yeah. man. Yeah. So they sit down with the counselor, and immediately Angel's in the attack. Yeah, she's talking about all the ways that Michael hurt her, and the counselor like had to jump in and say like you know because she asked Michael a question and Angel won't let him answer. Yep. So she had to jump in and say like, listen, don't interrupt when someone's talking. Don't speak when someone else is talking. Angela just like looked at her. Oh boy, she didn't like hearing that. (laughs) Yep. She did not like hearing that, but she she's right. I mean, Angela, we're never going to get through this if you don't let him talk. Yeah, and that's probably one of the biggest issues with their issues is that Michael never gets to speak. Right. He can't speak up for himself because she just shits right down his mouth. Yeah, she just immediately starts screaming, and it's just like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. So this counselor is actually pretty good, and it seemed like she was making progress. She asks Angela. Well, first of all, we established that Michael was not cheating on Angela. Yep. At no point. But she asks Angela if she needs to tell Michael anything. And Angela lets him know that, well, first of all, this is all really Michael's fault. Mm-hmm. And then also she's developed a crush on Billy. Yep. Oh, and, um, oh, but it was just a TikTok crush, which is not, which is bullshit, right? Right. But then she finally tells him that she was planning to go visit this guy. Yep. Which is a lot more than what Michael said to any women on his social media. Absolutely. Way more. Angela would never let Michael go visit another woman on the next street over from no. him. No. Let alone to another and if, country. And if she if she caught him saying something like that to another woman, he'd be dead. Yeah. Yep. She would kill him. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? And that's what, and even Michael says, like she's she after he finds this out that she's she's a hypocrite, and absolutely she she's here absolutely. and she flew all the way to Nigeria unannounced, gave no warning, showed up, ripped his car apart before even saying hi, slammed him up against the wall, absolutely, and, and made him delete Instagram. You know, cussed his ass out twenty different times, all because she thought he was cheating. Yeah, when she's she has tickets and, booked to go visit Billy and in Canada. She was planning on physically cheating with this dude. Yep. 
She just tried so fucking hard to try to catch Michael doing something to just to justify, to then justify her, her going right. and doing something bad. Exactly. And she she didn't find it. She couldn't find what she was looking for. Which probably pissed her off more, but. But yeah. then afterwards, Angela's like, well, I feel much better. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what she the was, fuck? You know what? I really didn't feel like coming here, but I'm glad I did. Let's go. Like, wh- Right. What? Like, oh, I'm so glad you feel better. Like, yeah. What? Just like, uh, like, oh, I, I really want to get that off my chest. Like, bitch, what? Like, yeah. are you going to apologize for the shit you put this man through because you thought he was cheating when you are nah, cheating? She'll die before she does that. Yeah. It, yeah. Absolute bullshit. And then during all this with Angela, I couldn't help but think, and this kind of, I think, transitions into our our next group is, uh, or coming up is, uh, like, imagining Andre and Angela dating and getting into a fight. Like, oh, who would God. win? Like, between that shouting match, who would who would fucking win there? Who yeah, would murder suicide? Who would succumb to the other? Who would bow? Who would who would ultimately bend and stop talking or yelling? Like, I don't honestly, I don't know. I think Andre would stop. I think Andre would back down first. I think so. Well, yeah, especially because Angela's just old and crotchety, and she's been doing this for like sixty years. So it's like she's got more experience than Andre. So yeah, I guess. I think I think she's much more experienced in stubbornness than Andre. Yeah, but but Andre By has like this whole age. has this whole other angle of like I think not a, not valuing women the same as like as being an equal. So I think he'd have a problem with Angela. That's true. Screaming at but. Him. And Angela does have this like pro USA. I'm better than you because I'm American thing going on. That's too. true. That may overcome his misogyny. You know what? I'm gonna put that on the gram. I'm gonna do a poll. Who thinks who you would should. win in in the fight? Andre versus Angela. Who's who would, gonna back down? Who first? would back down? I don't first. think Andre would apologize. But I neither think, would I think, apologize. I think but he's like, leaving the city. He's the one that's leaving. Yeah, the situation. like it, it's kind of like two like two cats, outdoor cats. You know, feral cats that come up to like the same food and they kind of look at right. each other and snarl and hiss and they do like a little circular little eye oh, lock yeah. dance and then eventually one just kind of like drops their their shit and like kind of walks away. You know, walks right. off. Like I who would be that? I think that's Andre. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask Andre. Instagram. So be on the lookout, guys. Uh, follow us, uh, Big, Big Ed's Neck underscore on Instagram. Um, but put that poll up. Uh, Let's put a poll up about John A. Ramsey too. Who really committed? The... Okay, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth and Andre. Oh, our favorite couple. <laughs> oh God. So it opens up to them driving. Um, they're on their way to meet Libby's sisters. The Which day, is gonna be a good idea. We all know. Awesome. Always is. There's, it's always a good idea to talk to their sisters. So the day before, sisters reached out, asked them to meet up, and they haven't heard from her since the whole pregnancy announcement shit. Mm-hmm. Meet up at a cafe. They're sitting outside. Her sisters like brought a dog that we don't we see once, and then the dog just goes away. I don't know what happens to him. Yeah. Um, they're mad about the announcement, and immediately they they tell and they're like aggressive with Andre. Tell him like, well, we didn't invite you, and implying that like he's kind of controlling her by being mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and I don't even know that they're completely wrong. I don't, yeah, that's, that's maybe at this point like this argument, um, you know, on social media and whatnot of like Andre is abusive and controlling and just trying to isolate Libby versus like no Libby's family just incredibly toxic who would want to be around them. Like yeah. I really don't know where. I mean, maybe the maybe things that's fall. Both true. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. You know, those I things are not necessarily mutually exclusive. Yeah, I think know. that both are true, but like uh, my mind gets caught up in like to what degree. You know what I mean? Like right, it is is right. Andre really? 
really super, super controlling or is he just really defensive of his wife of, I don't want you to be around toxic people that treat you like shit. You know, like, like where does. And maybe she, he's afraid that she won't stick up for herself and he's kind of protecting her. Yeah. Like, is he really, is he really trying to be there for good intentions of like, I want to protect you. I don't want them to attack you. I want someone in your corner. Or is it a control thing? Like it's. The turd in that punch bowl is that he doesn't even let them talk at any point. Yeah. He really just interjects and he starts attacking. Yeah. They're both just attacking each other. Yeah, that's what's so hard is because Andre just immediately attacks, but then... But well, maybe, maybe his intentions were to just be there to back her up. But then when they when these but he can't help himself yeah and then and then too like these like he takes like an aggressive approach by you know just immediately flying off the handle but then also these girls girls little girls is what they act like right you know like little bratty girls like they they give that passive aggressive like oh he didn't invite you what's he doing here and it's like right well that would set me off too like, like that's fucking, my, you know that that is my husband and you got to get over that yeah you, you know if you want this to work you're gonna have to get used to the fact that that's my husband. Yeah. And if you yeah. really don't want him to come, like you really just want like an innocent girls day or whatever, like then you need to say, like, can it just be us girls? You know, and, and not in right. some shitty like, oh, don't bring that turd or however else right. they could do it. They find hope a way. He gets departed. Right. And so and the sisters and the way the sisters talk about the, the announcement, it was almost in a weird conspiratorial way. Like like they got pregnant specifically so that they cannot tell the, the sisters yeah. about it. And yeah, then, like like not everything like, is about you. No, it's not about you. Yeah. No, he came inside of her. Now they got a baby. It, <laughs> it's completely innocent. Yeah. You know. So, and like I was saying before, Andre was getting too involved. Yeah. He should have let Libby just talk to the sisters without interrupting. If he if he's gonna be there, mm-hmm. right? And it, it would made his case a lot stronger. Yeah. If he just let them talk, but he, he didn't even let them talk. Right. Yep. Calling them like. Pamela and shit like and the, there were so many by the mom's so name. many bleeped out words like I wasn't even sure what he words. what they were like what he was trying to say like what was a real sentence like I don't even know uh, a mess it's probably some lame like Romanian insult like your mother eats goulash and, like, and, oh. and it's like you're at like a restaurant I mean nobody's gonna call the cops on you guys like I don't care if, if I if, work if, there if they and were I look black out, the cops would have been there I'm but, telling you right now and, and, <laughs> and you know what and like there may or may not be truth to that you know and it's but like I, you know if I'm a, a worker in this restaurant and I hear that I I see that. Like, like, I'm not going out there. I don't care if there's camera crews and I can tell it's a reality show. Like, right. I'm fucking calling the cops. Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Bunch of adults acting like that yeah, in, in a nuts. public place. And speaking of adults, Blondie, the blonde sister, jumps up and gets in Andre's face and pregnant Libby is getting in between them. Yeah. Yep. So it's like, Andre, how do you... Like, you're this big macho dude. You're going to let your pregnant wife, like, get in between... Like, why don't you de-escalate at that point? Yeah. But listen, this is getting way out of hand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wants to be the alpha male, but you're 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 putting your pregnant wife in danger here. Yeah. You know, like what if what if how easy is it for her to get knocked over and now no more baby? You know yeah. what I mean? Like that shit does happen. You know? Yeah. And even like to go on that point too of the pregnancy. I mean, like like why is the sisters or Andre causing this kind of stress for for Libby? You know what the I mean? Stress like, isn't like, good for pregnancy like either. This kind the, this kind of ridiculousness of fighting and arguing. I mean, like it's insane. It's it it's insane. Right, exactly. And they're just you know they're not listening to each other. They're just shouting and but eventually they do cool off. And Blondie doesn't apologize, but she says she isn't proud of how she acted. Yeah. Which is the closest thing to an apology, I guess we're gonna gonna get out of her. And it was weird because like like Libby brings up, she, Libby says something about like you just hit my husband, and I didn't see. I rewound and I didn't see her hit him. But, yeah, I don't and know. I'm, and I'm one. But then like 
there was obviously something happened that immediately cooled everything down. And then and we're and then like um the blonde sister uh, Becky was like all upset. I can't believe I did that. So I think that she did fucking hit Andre. And, she might and have. I think the camera crews just cut that. I or like the production cut that like two second clip I mean, maybe of they them, to them connecting. Like, Dude, listen, the cops are gonna show up if you guys don't fucking cool it. Yeah, and like, I mean, like or yeah, something happened, but like it that that was not put in. That was it I think it was kind of unnatural out. how how quickly it cooled. Yeah, because nobody then the said blonde, anything. The blonde and the black haired sister switched places. Yeah, did you and, notice that too? Yeah, like because so she was, was sitting yep. right in right in front of Andre, and, and that's her, was, and we didn't see that movement. We didn't see no, so so something happened, and production intentionally cut that out. I think you're right. So and then. Andre, like underneath his his eye, like I think on the right side of his face was red too. Ah. And so and and then uh, for Andre to shut the fuck up immediately like that and not say anything else the rest of that scene too is unheard of. Like, hey for asshole, us. they're just waiting for a reason to send you back. Yeah, uh, so why yeah. don't you fucking chill out? And so so like I I think that she may have actually hit him, at, but I think that production, Maybe. I think that TLC edited out whatever happened. Maybe they just. They had to cut it and cool it down. Yeah. Maybe it'll be part of the three-part fucking tell-all. <laughs> maybe. See Andre maybe. get his fucking clock clean. Yeah. And but like I'm uh. just wondering, like if if production did intentionally cut out like that violence, it's like maybe. why? Like because you don't maybe. want them to get canceled. I mean, like just eliminating the the the, the, the domestic violence like from the from the recording doesn't like you know what I mean I, don't I would know. not be surprised if they're saving it for the tell hall yeah they are that too I wouldn't be surprised because because something happened something happened that we yeah, did not get to see I, I agree I agree so Libby is just like rationalizing her shit right and like oh I didn't mean to hurt you I, da, 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 da. like no she definitely was trying to hurt the family by yeah. not you know yeah she was teaching him a lesson yeah you absolutely know? so she was you know she might regret it now but you were she you were knew what she was her. doing she thought about it too you knew damn well it was gonna hurt them and your dad said it was gonna hurt them yeah so how did you not know it was gonna you, you know yeah. what I mean so she brings up the therapy idea and the sisters are on board Andre fairly non-committal I'm like Kim and Usman so it opens up to them decorating Soda's house together. It's the last day that Kim's going to be in Soda's um, hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tricks Kim into leaving the room, and when she comes back, he's on one knee with a fucking ring. Yep. Okay. How the fuck do you hang pictures without a level? I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Do they not have levels in Nigeria? Well, I mean, if you if like the back of the picture has like the one little hook on the top center, I mean, you only need one nail, and then you just kind of like balance it on yourself. But yeah, then... but if it has that, then how could it be crooked to begin with? Yeah, like you know so. I mean? So you either just have to fucking like tap it to where it stays leveled, you know, and then you could use a leveler like to make sure it's leveled. But like you yeah. can also fucking eyeball it. But it's you like, know, it's, it's just a one nail, a one nail thing. I don't know. It just seems like it was way too complicated. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Soda po- proposes with a real diamond, mm-hmm. and Kim says, "Oh, uh, yes, of course." And she wants to do yammy in the bedroom because yep. she wants to put her stank on it. Even though it's hers now. Even though she said that, um, she's all hot and sweaty right now. Ugh. 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 Like stinky ass. Ugh. Swamp, swamp ass. Is that swamp it? ass. <laughs> yeah. That Nigerian yeah. swamp ass from that Nigerian Ooh, heat. Ooh, you know it's got to be hot as balls oh, there. Yeah. I just kept seeing that like giant fan in the corner, and I'm like, oh my god, they don't have air conditioning. Blow the stink off her ass. Like, call me like a spoiled American, but like, man, I I can't live somewhere without air at this point in my life. No. 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 I work too hard. No, absolutely not. Later, they're walking around in public. Soda still doesn't want to kiss her in front of people. Yep. Yep. Still can't do that. (laughs) Still can't do that. 
Kim wants a small wedding in the U.S., and so does Usman's not really like he didn't really say no or, or yes. He's just kind of meh, whatever. Yeah. They made this really lame like portmanteau moniker for themselves with their names. So it's like Team Ooze Kim. Yeah, but it doesn't work. Like, what the fuck is Ooze Kim? I just I, does she think it's some kind of marketing thing for him of like every single scene she's wearing a Soldier Boy shirt? Like, I don't. Every single scene she. But then why a can't Soldier Boy wear his own fucking shirt for double marketing? I don't know. Or is that just all the clothes she owns? But then on her way to the airport, she's wearing just this like a, a cute black T-shirt with a little neck design. She's whatever. almost always wearing, yeah, like a different, like Soldier Boy shirt. Though. Yeah, like almost always. She's got a million of them. Just, like, yeah, she just... really is a super fan. I mean, the, the, she didn't like that. Mon- she didn't like that nickname, but it's, it's the truth. Yeah, but I mean, then they say like you know with performers and shit, like shouldn't your spouse or whatever be your biggest fan? But like. She really takes that to heart. It's getting a little corny. <laughs> it's getting a little corny at this point. Yeah. So they're doing a video call with a lawyer, an immigration lawyer from the U.S. Usman cannot return to Nigeria at all until he gets his green card. And I remember, I think we talked about that last time. Like, Yeah, he has to be, be here for like a certain amount like, of time. Yeah, he needs his green card before he can leave at all. Yeah. You know, and his family wants him to visit every quarter. Yeah, so well, you're gonna have to go back to mommy. It's and, gonna be uh, at least a year or two before he's with he's some asterisks that. on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, polygamy is illegal in the United States, yeah. and he could possibly lose his green card if they find out that he's got multiple women yeah. on the side. And then he's like, "Well, American law doesn't apply to Nigerian law." It's like, nope. Um, it still matters what you do in other countries. Well, yeah, to yeah. maintain your citizenship or your your, your green, green card, card and all this stuff here. Yeah, right. You, yeah. He needs to be a full blown citizen before he can fuck around with any of that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, whatever. For what it's worth, I, I don't necessarily think that polygamy should be illegal if all parties involved are like adults and are like of sound mind. Yeah, I mean because you know, it's like it's, there's it's a lot business. of like polyamorous relationships. Yeah, so there's a lot it's of polyamorous. Like, Again, like you said, if you are completely aware of what you're getting, you're not some fucking, you know, 12 right. or what, what is that Warren Jeff's fucking creep right, with like right. the 12-year-old or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the forcing, yeah, forcing yeah. 15-year-olds to get married in sketchy motels off the side of the highway. Like, right. You know, I mean, like if you are, like you said, a legal adult and you are aware you know, of you're what you're doing. You're not being you're drugged doing, or something yeah, weird, you know. And you're not a part of some weird cult. I mean, and you, right. you're cool with sharing your husband. Like, all right. Whatever, you know. You know? like. Just like yeah, these me, polyamorous it's, it's, couples, like it's they're... not different from it's not that different from polyamory. I mean, yeah. I think there's an air of equality in poly- polyamory that isn't afforded to like polygamy. Yeah, in the sense that uh, uh, in polyamory, like the man and the woman can have multiple partners, and mm-hmm. both you know it's kind of equal. Whereas, like in that with sense. polygamy, it's typically the, the dude man can have with multiple partners yeah. and the wives can have one. Yeah. So it's like I don't necessarily agree with it. It's not for me. It's not my lifestyle. I wouldn't want it for my kids. Yeah. But. I don't but think it's it like be illegal necessarily. Yeah, I mean, if Kim Kimbali is cool with him having another wife um, with a kid in another country, like I mean, I you know, good for Kim, I guess. Whatever. Good for them, yeah, but, I mean, the, like grown people be grown people, I guess. You know. But it's like, yep, you got a got a little bit of a curveball, legal curveball there, Usman. They did not anticipate. Now, I can't necessarily blame Usman for not knowing that polygamy is illegal in the U.S. But how does Kim live there? For 50 plus fucking years and not know that polygamy is illegal in the U.S. See, and then her response when she learned that was basically like, uh, like, oh, well, you know, even if she's in a different country, like, so maybe that's the only benefit of the doubt I can give her is that maybe she was aware, but she just thought that 
if it's an American but, wife. I mean, did she really think he was just going to go to Nigeria occasionally to check up on his baby mama and then come back to yeah. her? And... She sh- yeah, she should have thought all this out a little bit more. Yeah, no, it was not well thought out at all. Yeah. So they worked so hard to get mama's approval and uh, it might not matter anyway. Yep. So driving through the airport and Kim lets us know that the yammy was one of her favorite parts about the trip and and they were crying. I mean, she was crying. Uzma was crying. Everybody was crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's about it. She leaves. Yeah. So how about Jovi and Yara? Yara continues to go downhill for me. Yep. Yara's another one that is hopping, hopping in, you know, the passenger seat to Angela's fucking wagon. And, I, I uh, liked I'm her. I'm not liking her. I, I did, liked yeah. her in the beginning. But now it is really seeming like she's got her American citizen child. And she's got her green card, and she just wants to stay put in Ukraine. Right, exactly. and Not in Ukraine, but Prague or wherever the fuck. Czech Republic that she was in. Yep. So they're in Germany. They're driving around with Jovi's friend, which uh, it's immediately obvious that the friend is getting on Yara's nerves. Yep. Um, but he's also, like, speaking kind of, I don't really think it's his place, but he is saying some good Points. Well, and the fact is, is that Yara has her mom in her ear right there. Yeah. So now Which Jovi's really, got his friend. I really hate Yara's mom. I kind of like, don't like her. She's such a villain. And it's just like, you're just a, and just She's a, this, 100% pl- putting seeds yeah. in, in Yara's like, head. And this, she's got this look of smugness the whole yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it, how are you sitting right behind your son-in-law right. and talking in another language, saying his name, knowing damn well, like, like how can you sit there? Even that if it you bothers know, him. You know it bothers yeah, him. Yeah, even if you know he don't know what you're saying, like, how can you be sitting here talking? to your daughter right behind right. him, convincing her oh, but, to not but, but go home with Jovi's him. fuck Jovi's friend for yeah. defending Jovi. Yep. Because what? Because you understand him? Like, that's yeah. the difference? Exactly. Like, what, what the hell is the difference here? Exactly. Yeah, so, I don't like Yara's mom at all. I and think, I don't even necessarily like Jovi's friend, but yeah. I, I, I have to defend him on that point. Yeah. You yep. know? And, and it just, like, dude, Yara's mom needs to fucking get herself some dick so she can stop sabotaging with her lonely Seriously. ass her daughter's marriage. Like, just because your she marriage went tossed. in the toilet yeah. and you had whatever hard time, like, too bad, you're scorned, okay. Right. But you don't need to fucking be doing all this with your no, daughter. You're, like you're going to ruin your daughter's life. You yeah. remember how hard it was for you being a divorced single mom? Yep. You're putting your daughter through it now. Yep. Yeah, and, and you got a guy that, you know, Jovi can be funny, and he can be like, oh, yeah, we finally have a night without Mila, but, like, he does love his daughter, and he wants to be part of his daughter's life, and well, wants sure. to have a life with Yara, and I can only, like, my heart hurts for him that, like, his, like he says, he's like, you're looking for any reason to stay here, and, right. and that's exactly how I would feel. I don't feel he's he's wrong or um, exaggerating in feeling like no. that. You know, I think I think this trip was supposed to be more of a fun trip for Yara, and she's just using this Russian invasion as a, as an excuse. Yeah, an, an excuse to stay there. And like, you came there looking, planning on looking at apartments and all this. Right. Stuff. No, she, had... she's framing it like she's on a goodwill mission, like she's yeah. the fucking Red Cross. And she, she bought a pair of fucking sweatpants for her friend. Nah, like, yeah, you, you couldn't right. order that shit on Amazon and send right. it to the safe place she's staying in a different country How where the war is not happening. Probably for the amount that she spent on those sweatpants, you probably could have gotten her like. Like multiple outfits yeah you know what i mean on yep. like amazon or some shit yep and so, then she then she gets into it about how she doesn't like uh oh i don't want to donate to some you know uh organization where the money doesn't go to my friends like okay can't right, you well, like send it directly to your friend can't you cash app your friends it's the 21st money they need? century they've, cash app, they've Venmo, made some PayPal. discoveries yep. you can just fucking 
wire transfer, it's any of it. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yep. Like, you, you got yeah, Amazon. Yeah, I wasn't buying that bullshit at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm like, you're full of shit. Like you, yeah, you, Amazon, you, you can have all sorts of supplies sent yeah. to them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. and these friends, like, they're already safe. They're already in safe places. I get right. there. What, what are I you going to do to help? Emotionally. Tear up some sheets and shit? And, like, emotionally, yeah, I'm sure, like, you know, like, like I'm sure their homes have been destroyed. I'm sure they've lost people they know. You know, like, I'm sure emotionally her friends, even though physically safe, are, are not in the best place mentally. But, again, you really think that a, a visit from their friend Yara that they haven't seen yeah, in Mother a few Teresa years here. is going to, like, brighten their spirits, you know, everlastingly? No, like, no okay. my, my home just got destroyed, but thank God I get to see Yara. Yeah, like, like okay. for me, it's like, like I'm thinking, if, I, if my home just got destroyed, I had to flee my country, I am staying in some relative, friend, or whatever place in Germany, like... I don't. I probably don't even have the time to stop and fucking go. No. What get coffee with you? No. Like, sorry, Yara. Like, I have I have more important things to do than you know with all this right. shit going on in my life than stop right. to go get a coffee with you. Like, like I haven't seen yeah, you in years. You know, frig off. You know, it's a like, bunch of bullshit. Yeah, absolutely not. So and and so she wants to go to Europe whenever Jovi goes to work. Yeah. And of course, Jovi does not like this idea. Jovi's friend chimes in, which I know she loves. I mean, yeah, but yeah, like you're saying, like it's just send the money directly. What the fuck? And you know what? It's it's not a terrible idea to say, okay, well, while you go to Europe or while you go wherever for work, I'm gonna go visit my mom. And like that's not a terrible idea, but it's all the other stuff of her trying to go to Prague initially by herself, not yeah. waiting for Joby. Right. And then she's got this secret plan to look for an apartment. And, that, and that's probably why you didn't want it's him to go. It's cumulative. It's yeah. cumulative. Yeah. Yep. And now you're saying you don't want to come back with him. And so it's just, I would not trust her going to Europe without me because I would I would not feel that she's going to come back. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't think Jovi's wrong at all. Yeah, I think that so, Yara has given him plenty of reasons for him to feel insecure in that in that regard. Right, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, the mom just doesn't. She just looks like a like a big dummy sitting the, with this little frump. like this little smirk on the back in the, on yeah. her face in the backseat. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on. But she can't like, understand anything, uh, and, but, and but she's like, over here planting these evil seeds in her daughter's she head. She doesn't even see how she's going to be making life difficult for the baby. Yeah, right. And like, if she fucks up the relationship, then who the fuck's going to support either of them financially? Either of them. Now they got now you got now there's three of you. Yep. Right. Yep. But it's like she should be trying to convince Yara to stay with her family in and America try to work out the with family. her husband. Yep. And then maybe I can get over on refugee status or some shit. Yeah, yeah. I didn't buy yeah, her any mo- of that mom's bullshit. Her mom's a giant snake. Like she hasn't. Yeah. She hasn't said. I don't even know. if She said hi to Jovi. I just immediately I like, oh, you need to leave him and come live with me. Oh, like. Well, he's gonna leave you. You know. Like fuck out of here. That happened to me. It's how it'll happen to you. Just a giant witch. Yeah, definitely. How about Belial and Shida? Ugh. So it opens up the Shida and her friend Yutra shopping and. Shida feels like uh, they were antagonizing Bilal, which made me puke a little bit. They weren't antagonizing. Bilal antagonizes everyone every day, always. Right. So, like, but Bilal kind of needs to be antagonized once in a while. He like he needs that shot to the nuts once in a while. Oh yeah. So Shida and Utrus are talking about what happened, and Shida kind of blames Utrus for being feisty. Of course, right? Of course, she because she can't be caught blaming Bilal for anything. Oh no, no, of course not. She'll pay for that later, if so. So the friend asks her a question if is Belial always like that? And Shida's like, Well, that's a tricky question. Yeah, and then she just No, kinda, it's not. She kinda <laughs> stamps stamp, like stutters off like uh, uh, and never answers. She just No, and, and, like, we never see her answer. And that tells you all you need to know if you cannot Absolutely. respond to that question. Like, because that means the answer is yes, he is like this all the time. 
Exactly. Yeah. Like that, that's that's not a tricky. That's not a tricky question. No. The tricky part is if she answers yes, she's going to be in trouble she's later get, with Bilal. Yeah, she's going to get the shit. Yep. So Shadow tells the friend about the doctor and how Bilal won't talk about it. And Uterus is, uh, well, it's nice to say that Uterus is in Shida's, like, corner, mm-hmm. right? Because she needs somebody in her corner because yeah. she certainly doesn't have Bilal in her corner. Um, she basically tells Shida that she needs to, like, have a backbone about it, essentially, yeah. right? Which is true. Yeah. She needs to have a backbone. Yeah, she is being too passive. She's, she's just way she's, too she's passive. She's letting Bilal ignore it. She's letting him not talk about it. She's letting him put it off, and she she does need to put her foot down on the subject so she can also quit being, like, whiny and passive-aggressive every single episode. Ooh, baby, we're going to make a baby. Like Right, no. exactly. No, you're not. No. So Shida wants um, Utris to help open Bilal's heart. Which I don't think is uh, gonna happen. I don't, think, I don't think there is one there. So no, 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 no. So later, Shida goes back to the hotel room with Bilal, and uh, she's, she's talking about, you know, hey, Utrus is in downstairs. It's in the courtyard or whatever. You want to go talk to her? Why don't you guys talk about what happened last night? Right? Mm-hmm. Tells Bilal that he upset Utrus, and Bilal responds by saying he wants to ask for a, an apology. Yeah, of, of course. course he does. Of course he wants an apology. He has nothing to apologize for, but he he needs an apology. No, he wants an apology. You wouldn't just naturally allow, like allow someone to just naturally give that apology. You should ask for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so something tells me that if Utrus told Shida at the table that they need to wait to have kids or, or start a business, that Bilal wouldn't have minded this like breach in boundaries that yeah. he's brought up. Yeah. You know as, I mean? as long as it agrees with Bilal's way if of If it's on his it's side, yeah. No, it's fine. So, you know, he goes down to see her and immediately, you know, he kind of apologized. He plays it off as a joke. We all know damn well it wasn't a fucking joke. He wasn't joking. Yeah, not at all. No part of that was a joke. You saw it in his eyes. He was yeah. pissed. And he comes down there all polite to like, hey, how are you? It's a beautiful day. Like, right. just like fake psychotic fucking psychotic. psychotic man. Like, what the fuck? Right. Absolutely. So the friend asks, you know, Utrus asks Bilal about the the prenup and wanting the kid, waiting on the kids in the basement or the uh, the business and shit. Bilal immediately starts playing that narcissist word games. Yep. It's like, well, we we uh, we agreed that I help her start a yoga business and help it get off the ground. I never agreed to a studio. Yeah. Right. So now he's talking about all doing it online. Doing it and, all and virtually. It's like, it's like, well, you knew she was looking at a studio. How, how, what do you mean? Yeah. What, what are you talking about? You knew she you knew she was thinking about a physical space, and you didn't yeah. tell her no. Because that's what she had before. So like, she, he didn't she tell wanted her, that again. Right. Like, when she was going to look for a physical space, he wasn't telling her, oh, you can just do this all online. Exactly. He, he didn't he mention just, it. like, let her go, like, play around, basically. He, he let her go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he told her not to sign anything, but yeah. he, he let her go look at the physical space. Yeah. So I'm calling bullshit on that. Yep. And then he's saying that we didn't agree on... Um, about the baby, like, well, we agreed to, well, you have up to three years to start a family, and, you know, within that three years, you know, maybe something will happen, which was kind of Shida's point to begin with, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, I don't want a kid, and, oh, then the biggest lie I think this motherfucker said so far is that, oh, I, I've always wanted more children. No, no you haven't. Not once. I'm pretty sure he said on this season and, and before the 90 day, or ni- whatever the last show was, I'm pretty sure he said, I do not want any more children. My kids are grown and I don't want any more. And then he, yeah. I'm pretty sure he said that. There's nothing in his actions that would lead us to believe, lead anyone to believe yeah. that he wants more kids. And, and there's plenty of things to lead us to believe he's had a vasectomy and that fucking door is closed. That door may just so. be closed. 
But uh, Utrus kind of implies that she's going to tell Shida, you know, because basically Bilal tells her, like, listen, if it's God's plan, it'll happen. Yeah. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. So Shida, Utrus is thinking about telling Shida, like, well, just stop taking your birth control. And, and if God wants it to happen, it'll happen. Yeah. Which. Which is wrong. Yeah. It's manipulative. That's yeah. wrong. I can't, Absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah. And that's where, uh, yeah, I think that, I think it should be a conversation of like, hey. I want to start trying to have a kid. Do you want to start? Yes, I want to start trying. Like, you both make that decision together. You don't just right. manipulate the other and, like, deceive them by. That's, yeah. That's like poking holes in the condom, not taking your pills Bringing type a shit. a kid into the yeah. world yeah. under those pretenses is not, not a good thing. Yeah, no. agreed. Well, I was also surprised that Shida has told her best friend everything. Yeah. It's like, well. I'm sure he's wondering what everything really constitutes. What too, everything worried. means. Yeah. It's like, well, don't you. Tell your family everything? Yeah. I mean, didn't he bring them in all their shit? Yeah, but of course he, he leaves out with his family all the bad shit about that him. he's done. Well, but now here's Shida telling someone the, the bad shit that he does, and he doesn't yeah, like that. he doesn't like that. Not one bit. Nope. Well, that just about does it for this edition of Big Ed's Neck, the only 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Please join us next time. We're going to be talking about 90 Day Fiancé, Happily Ever After Season 7, Episode 14. Au revoir.